Welcome to episode 46 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in five to 10 minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in this society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices, and that means really looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of the information in the media is accurate and true, and some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and our votes. A politic pledges to give high quality information that is not biased toward a political party. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles as we are looking at significant dates in American history, issues, policies, and programs. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in relation to our progressive principles. This episode is a continuation of the series that Steve and I are doing to examine the fallout of the presidential election of 2020. Following the assault on the nation's capital and the attempt by demonstrators to seize the chambers of both the House of Representatives and the Senate in order to temporarily take control of the government on January 6, 2021, the Congress responded by going back in the session and completing their um, completing their uh, approval of the Electoral College voting results. Today, we continue to ask the question, where are you Republicans? The Democrats who control the House of Representatives felt strongly that President Trump was a danger if left in office for his last week. So they impeached the president a second time. The results of the impeachment vote are in. Today, we look at the vote in the House and the response by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to the proposition of removing President Trump from office before the inauguration of a new president on January 20th. There are still many questions that need to be answered. First and foremost of these is who are still in support of everything that President Trump was saying and what he wants to fundamentally do to change our country. And again, this is why we need so many more of you people who hate politics to begin to take your responsibility seriously and study the issues register to vote, and then cast your ballot. Which direction do we want to go? Forward or backward? Again, the progressive principle which is at stake in this whole situation is principle one. 
increases civil liberties and personal freedom balanced by civic and personal responsibility. As we said in most episodes, we cannot claim to be progressive when we are violating constitutional and progressive principles. The free and fair election is the founding cornerstone of democracy. The vote has not been important to you before now. And I'm not sure when you're going to hear this. It could be 2021 or it could be in 2050. But this vote is extremely powerful and we are glad you finally are beginning to recognize and use your power. We need more voters to be heard in the question of which direction our country should take. Thank you for joining us and we're looking forward to our discussion. Welcome to episode 46 of A Politic. And today I'm joined with my friend Steve. How are you doing, Steve? Uh, real good, uh, Bill. How about yourself? Very well. It's a nice sunny day on the 14th of July of, <laughs> of January. Yes. And uh, yesterday, the House of Representatives considered two questions. The first one was whether to call on the vice president to vote on the 25th Amendment to strip Trump of power and remove him from office with the vote of the majority of the cabinet and the vice president. And the House was voting to call on that. And then the other one was the impeachment motion and so let's talk about the first vote for just a second. Um, and uh, the House voted 223 to 205. All the Democrats voted in favor of using the 25th Amendment to remove Trump. And all the Republicans voted against it. What do you think about that? Well, um, I think that uh, based upon the... Uh the architecture of the current makeup of uh, the House of Representatives, I think that that was um, understood to be the end result of that exercise, that particular exercise. I think the uh, Vice President sent a formal uh, written communication uh, to the Speaker before the vote saying that uh, even if you were to pass it, uh, he wasn't uh, inclined to exercise the constitutional uh, latitude that is given the vice president in these instances. And so uh, when he formally said, uh, I'm not going to do that, even if you pass it, I think it made it, made it moot and it probably made it easier for the, 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 uh, the Republican congressman to basically go along with the, what the vice president wanted to do. Well, to me, it sounds like it was a purely partisan exercise that um, the Republicans seem to be unable to process the fact that this is a real problem. But we did then move into the question of impeachment. And so what... I think one other point to remember, even if the House had approved it, that was merely the House requesting that the Vice President consider it. 
And they so did. the answer would have come back the same, I would, I would think. Well, the, to me, the difference is that there should have been a freedom to vote. And actually, I heard a number of the congressmen saying, particularly Republicans, I might have voted differently if I could mo have voted by secret ballot. But I was afraid, literally, that I might be killed by drug supporters. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that seems to be out there in in the uh, in in the country. Is that uh, I mean, when I heard that uh, particular uh, possibility, all I could think of was Gabby Giffords from about ten years yes, ago. Yes, yes, uh, I thought of the so, same thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, now, what uh, happened to her? Uh, she was at some sort of, I don't think it was a rally. I think it was just some people that had gathered on right, her behalf. Right, she was at a meet and, and she, greet. She, yeah, and she went uh, to, you know, to be there uh, and speak before the uh, the assembled crowd. And uh, I forget the other details, but somebody was there with a gun and uh, and she... Uh, she Put a couple shot. of shots in her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. trying and to kill her. Went, and she was not quite the same. She she never went back to Congress. And, uh, <laughs> no, she was but, not. But her, but her uh, you know, footnote to history, uh, her husband's now a U.S. senator. Yes, from Arizona. So that, in a sense, is the long arm of justice is, uh, is uh, affirming that she was not forgotten and uh, that her husband, who was a highly qualified individual, is now stepping up from being a congressman, which she was, to being a senator, which he being is. Being a senator, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, people were afraid. And it's interesting, today, Jim Jordan has called upon uh, Liz Cheney to resign her position as the number three Republican by secret ballot. By secret ballot. You know what's interesting about that, just in the abstract? We, this is the most deliberative body in the world, the U.S. Congress. And the House of Representatives took a vote of its membership that were freely elected by their, their district uh, citizenry. And they exercised their authority under the Constitution. And another congressman is saying this person should be stripped of their officially elected uh, positions, uh, you go down that road, and uh, what's the next issue that will be voted on that people will be on opposite sides of? And we got to get rid of those people too because they voted wrong. Uh, that would be uh, that would be a death spiral for the Constitution and, and our and our uh, elected uh, representation in in Congress. Well, I think it's going to be. Um interesting to see how this plays out and we're going to spend another couple of episodes because this is all so unprecedented and historic in terms of our uh, our votes so what what I happened kinda, yesterday what ended up happening with the vote yesterday with impeachment what happened? No, what happened with impeachment? Yeah. Well, um, uh, once the the issue dealing with the Twenty Fifth Amendment was uh, set aside and resolved, um, they went on to the articles of impeachment, which uh, are the House side of the process that brings forth charges. 
Uh, that's all it is, is, is uh, our charges that are then sent over to the Senate for a potential trial. So uh, the charges that were brought against um, uh, Mr. Trump were brought before the floor of the House, and they debated, uh, and then they voted. And uh, a year ago, when uh, the president was impeached the first time, um, the, um, there were no Republican congressmen that voted to file the charges. Uh, yesterday, 10 Republicans did. And so uh, there was a little bit of, a, of a, an earthquake uh, underneath um, the grand old party as far as uh, members of the House of Representatives are concerned. And I thought it was very interesting that uh, the final vote was 232, all 222 Democrats voted, and they voted for impeachment, 10 Republicans, as you said, and four Republicans did not vote. That was interesting. Yes, yes. and you had said earlier, a lot, of course, we, they don't do that in... Um, in, in American uh, uh, democratic uh, processes, but uh, had there been a secret vote, uh, there might have been more Republicans that might have, you know, uh, because at that point there, they wouldn't be uh, necessarily putting themselves uh, uh, in too much of a bright light regarding people who would not have liked them to vote that way. Yeah, so that's, uh, that is what happened yesterday and apparently Mitch McConnell has decided not to bring the Senate back into session and they're going to wait for the inauguration and the beginning of the new Senate with the two new uh, Democratic members from Georgia next week. And so now and the debate the tie, is... And the tie-breaking uh, uh, vote uh, by the sitting vice president. Yeah. And so the question is... Do they do the impeachment trial or not? And that has not been ultimately yet decided, but it appears as though they are going to do it. And they're oh, yeah. not uh, sure I when think, they're yeah, going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I've heard several um, you know, ways of doing it. Um, uh, I think the one that, that uh, will probably be the most opportune, and it, they both have advantages. One is uh, wait 90 days, 100 days, you know, put it aside, let's focus on the, the pandemic and let's get, you know, let's get the things that are at the front of the front of the line first. Um, or uh, the idea of uh, splitting the workday of the Senate, you know, uh, the morning session is uh, doing the, uh, the, the everyday work of, uh, you know, approving uh, uh, the new president's uh, cabinet picks and then after lunch, gavel the trial into uh, into session so uh both i think uh, the senate can walk and chew gum at the same time i agree so we'll just have to wait and we're going to call it there thank you very much steve uh you as well i take care bill Thank you for joining us for episode 46 of A Politic. As you can see, the results of deception lead to unintended consequences such as impeachment. We still don't know where many Republicans' position on Trump is and the lies about the election. But until then, 
we have until next election of 2022 to decide whether or not the Republicans should be held accountable. Because of all this confusion, we badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the issues like the discernment of truth about elections or any other event or issue, and then cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking on what's being told to see if the information is consistent, reliable, and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of clarification of our identity and our course of moving forward. Your vote determines our future. Again, I'm talking to all of you people who haven't been voting that 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the trouble and the time to become informed on the issues and then cast your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years. Good luck. We're going to go back and look at the issue of the inauguration and how things have been going over the next week until January 20th. So we'll look forward to dealing with these issues in episode 47. Thanks again for joining us and have a great rest of your day.